And we are live. What's up, guys? Welcome to Fede. I am here with your favorite Venezuelan that can't speak English. Yay! <laughs> Today we're going to be covering the Courtney Clenny case, guys. You guys have been asking for this one for a minute. Let's get into it. I was a special agent with Homeland Security Investigations, okay, guys? HSI. The cases that I did mostly were human smuggling and drug trafficking. No one else has these documents, by the way. Here's what Fede covers. Dr. Lafredo confirmed lacerations due to stepping on glass. Murder investigation. You see him reaching in his jacket. You don't know. And he's positioning. Been on February 13, 2019. Young slime life here and after referred to as YSL the defendant. Uh, 69. And then this is Billy Seiko right here. Now, when they first started, guys, 69 ran with. I'm a fed. I'm watching this music video. You know, I'm bobbing my head like, hey, this shit lit. But at the same time, I'm pausing. Oh, wait, who this? Right? Oh, who's that in the back? Firearms and violent crimes. AKA, Bushaisi violated. In order to stay away from the victim. Trapper Bushaisi arrested after shooting at King of Diamonds, oh, Miami Strip Club, injured one this person. Is the, this is the one that, that's going to fuck him up because this gun is not traceable. Well, it happened at the gun range. Here's your boy, 42 Doug, right here on the left. Okay. Sex trafficking and sex crimes. They can effectively link him to paying an underage girl. And the first bomb went off right here. Inspired by Al Qaeda. Two terrorists, their brothers, the Zokar Sarnev and Tamer Lynn Sarnev. When the cartel shipped drugs into the country. As this guy got arrested for um, espionage, okay, trading secrets with the Russians for monetary compensation. The largest corrupt police bust in New Orleans history. So he was in this bad boy. We're gonna go over his past, the gang ties, so that this all makes sense. And we're back. What's up, guys? Welcome uh, to Fedit, man. Uh, this is gonna be the Thursday episode pre-recorded, of course. I'm here with the Venezuelan that cannot speak English, as y'all have come to learn and love. You guys really like Angie, so she's back. Yes. Welcome back. Can you introduce yourselves to the people? Hello, guys. My name is Angelica or Angie, and I'll be co-hosting and helping Myron with this case again. Did you steal my hat? Yes. <laughs> it's required for this case. Okay. Oh, see yeah, why. Actually, it is required for this case now that You'll you mentioned see why. it. Oh, man. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, let's get right into it. Okay, so who is Courtney Clenny, guys? This is her right here. Um, as you guys know, this is the famous OnlyFans model that killed her boyfriend in April of 2022. Uh she goes by Courtney Taylor, as you guys can see here on her Instagram with 2 million followers. Y'all can see this is a thirst trap Instagram. Okay. Uh, this, you know, has yeah, these types of pictures. Yeah, see the hat, guys. Yeah. Hat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a reason why she got that hat on. Uh, but, yeah, basically this girl has 2 million followers. Big OnlyFans following made quite a bit of money. Um, I'm speculating she made somewhere. She made about a million dollars a year in 2020. I think she made like 1.5 or something like that in 2021. So she was earning easily over a hundred thousand dollars a month to make that kind of money. Um, and yeah, so, and just so y'all know, so here she is, right? Uh, this is her in court. Uh, where she is was it? making that amount of money just on OnlyFans. Yeah. Yeah. Holy. Yeah. Um, so here's this article right here, guys. Okay. Um, OnlyFans model sobs in court. Prosecutors released gruesome evidence photos. Guys, viewer discretion is advised what I'm about to show you here. Um, but prosecutor released a trove of evidence photos showing the murder weapon and Clenny covered in blood. Okay. So jailed OnlyFans model Courtney Clenny sobbed in a Miami courtroom Tuesday as prosecutors filed, uh, played the 911 call she made after she allegedly attacked boyfriend Christian Album Selly with a kitchen knife. 
My boyfriend is dying of a stab wound. Quote, she can be heard saying on April th- on the April 3rd phone call as Obam Sally 27 late dying. Baby, I'm so sorry. And that's what she said to him. Clanny 26 sporting brown hair and a makeup free face, as y'all can see right here, which is holy. Look at that. Like what? Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Okay, Instagram does wonders, doesn't it? Right? Look, look, this is what she looks like in court. And then this is what she looked like on IG. I hate Instagram, bro. Literally hate Instagram. So they need to call it Instacap from now on. But anyway, Clenny uh, 26 sporting brown hair and make, uh, makeup free face wept and turned her head from the cameras as she dabbed tears from her eyes with a tissue. The hearing, which began Tuesday, will determine whether Clenny is released on bond before her murder trial. Just so y'all know, this article came from November 16, 2022. Okay. And this is uh, Fox ago. News. Yeah, not too long ago. Uh, and there hasn't been too, too many uh, updates on this case, uh, um, you know, besides her going to court hearings and stuff. She keeps getting her. I know she's uh, in jail. Her bond was denied um, because she is considered a flight risk because she has quite a bit of money. Um, Assistant State Attorney Khalil uh, Quinnan argued before Judge Lauren Sharon Cruz that Clenny has been charged with a dangerous crime and should be released. Um, should not be released. Excuse me. Only fans, uh, And then we go here. He, he conceded that it was a mutually abusive relationship, but described her as their aggressor when she stabbed Obam Selly. Miami Detective Jermaine Briseno testified that he initially thought Clenny had killed Obam Selly in self-defense, but the evidence he uncovered during the investigation changed his mind. And I remember when this first broke out, guys, that um, there was outrage um, when she killed him, and she didn't get charged for several months. They actually didn't arrest her until August. So the, the, So she killed him in April. They didn't actually pick her up in a restaurant until she was in Hawaii in August of 2022. So eight months later. Holy shit. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Excuse me. Four months later. All right. I learned that Christian was uh, always the one trying to calm the situation down. He said, based off the messages and everything, he was always the one that ended up getting hurt. And the defendant is just the one that uh, always is unable to control herself. We're going to go into that a little bit, guys. Why Clenny was so erratic and such Crazy. a brat, quite frankly. Psycho. Yeah. Text messages and recordings extracted from Ub and Sally's phone revealed that Clenny had slashed her bow's her uh, bow's lip, bashed him with a cell phone, and stabbed him in the leg prior in prior incidents, according to the detective. This is what I don't get. Like, how wasn't she like already arrested? That's a good question. Way before, because he didn't call the cops on her. The, I think she got she got called oh, okay. one time. She Fair. got the cops called on her one time, but um, and that was in Vegas, but. Nothing ended up happening. He didn't file charges. And we're going to talk about that here in a second. Uh, He added her statement to police after the alleged murder was inconsistent with the forensic evidence. Instagram vixen claimed that after an argument erupted in her $10,000 a month luxury high-rise, Obam Sally grabbed her by the neck and slammed her into a wall. Courtney allegedly told Briseno that she retrieved a knife from the kitchen and flung it at him from a distance of at least 10 feet after he charged at her. But the medical examiner, who was slated to testify Thursday, concluded that Clenny plunged the knife into Obam Sally at close range. Yeah, which obviously makes sense. Stop the cap, bro. Stop the cap. Because the, the stab wound was eight centimeters deep. There's no way that you could throw it with that amount of force for it to be lodged that deep inside of him. Now, uh, I'm going to show you guys some of the evidence photos. Uh, this is graphic, so viewer discretion is advised what you guys are about to see. As you guys can see here, here is the murder weapon, okay? Uh, serrated uh, kitchen knife. Clenny allegedly used to stab him silly to death, okay? Uh, this That's is the a scene. Nice to cook bread. Holy, man. Blood everywhere. Okay. Then you, and look, her house is a pigsty too. Yeah. Disgusting. What the fuck? More blood. You guys can see. There's the knife. Yep. So they pulled out the knife? Yeah. Uh, I think I think she stabbed him and then pulled it out. That's worse. That's what I think she did. Yeah. That's why I think he bled out so quickly. 
Those are her her pants, I believe. Yeah, guys, just absolutely terrible. And then this is her after the fact. Holy. Right. Disgusting. Yeah. Rest in peace to him. Uh, nobody deserves yeah. to die in that in that uh, way. Um, so, yeah. So we're going to go ahead and react to a documentary. Um, and we actually watched the video prior to this. Oh, and this is I'll play uh, I'll play this video. Um, actually, you know, what? we could play it. This was on uh, March. Uh, March, sorry, excuse me, February 21st, 2022. And just so you guys know, they had moved to Miami, okay, in January of 2022. So this is about a month and a half or so after the moving. She has a very nice apartment, guys, up in Edgewater. Um, this is one of those apartments where you have, it has its own exclusive elevator. So this is them uh, getting in. Of oh, course, shit. there's an ad. So annoying. We don't care what this guy's got to say. All right. While we wait for that to play, the video we're going to be reacting to, guys, is from Coffee House Crime. Okay, uh, give them a subscribe, like their video, you know, show support. Um, OnlyFans model became a killer: the case of Courtney Clunny. All right, and we're going to react to this documentary. Really well done. Um, let's go back here. It's three more seconds. Bear with me here, guys. These advertisers are the worst. Okay, so oh, what the hell? Okay. <laughs> Y'all can see, she comes into the elevator, he follows, bam, she slaps him, pushes him, more slapping, more pushing. Now she starts to get aggressive, grabbing his braids, tries to punch him, misses, he restrains her. If you look at him, he's like, oh, just another day in office. Look how calm he is. Yeah. Like, he's not shocked. He's kind of smirking at her a bit, Right? I don't know why. Pushes her back. He's antagonizing her a bit here. Oh, slaps her. Here, let me rewind it back for y'all a little bit because it was... Uh... Got out. Holy. Shoves her. Gives her a mush. <laughs> but... It you can see he's smiling. He's antagonizing her a bit. So you guys can see that this is, this is very obviously, like this is another day in the office. He's yeah, used to like getting a, hit by her. Yeah. Like you could tell he's not flinching. He's smiling. Like it's like, oh, okay, it's just a regular. It's a Monday. All right, just another day in the office. All right. And you guys are gonna see why they had such a toxic, um, I guess relationship here. Uh. But once again, guys, nobody deserves to die that way. Obviously, such a violent and bloody death. But uh, all right, let's get into it, man. Uh, Angie, you got anything you want to say before I pl uh, play this thing? No, man. No? The cop says it all. <laughs> all right. Uh, she belongs to the streets. Let's get into it. With over 2 million followers on Instagram, more than $3 million earned from OnlyFans, and several other lucrative Three streams million. of revenue, Courtney Clenny was an incredibly successful blonde bombshell at the very top of her game. But on April 3rd, 2022, whether intentional or not, her irreversible actions would leave her boyfriend dead and her own hard-earned empire in ruins. Now, of course, there was seemingly more going on in Courtney's life behind the closed doors of social media. And, unfortunately for her, this newfound attention put a spotlight on her highly concerning behavior and actions. However, was Courtney to blame for Christian's untimely death? What does the evidence say about her? What did she do after the fact, and what will happen next? 
Welcome or welcome back to Coffeehouse Crime, folks. My name is Adrian, and today we're looking at one of my most requested cases to date, and that's the story of Courtney Clunny. Fame, fortune, love, and financial security, Courtney genuinely seemed to have it all. And no matter how you look at this case, it is impossible to deny that she had plenty of opportunity to avoid this current situation. But before we begin- Oh, that's an understatement. She had, I mean, this girl had the world in her fingertips, man. I mean, you're she attractive, had money. She was blonde, attracted. Yes. you know, in shape, um, comes from a wealthy family, which you guys are about to learn about here in a second, living in Miami, had a boyfriend, you know, what many girls would kind of dream to have, right? Making $100,000 plus a month. She lived in a nice high-rise studio apartment um, that's cost 10K a month. And she, quite Holy. frankly, just gave it all away. Being stupid. And, um, you know, I, I, there's a famous saying that if you're not a good parent, you're going to end up having to be uh, a really good great parent, a good uh, grandparent. And the reason for that is because if you don't teach your kids how to behave and uh, teach them that there's consequences in life, well, they do stupid stuff like this, like stab people, thinking that, oh, whatever. And this is not the first incident that this happened, guys. Um, and you guys are going to see a little bit more on Clenny's background and why she's such an entitled brat um, and led to this situation. Again today, and just to let you know that I post true crime and strange cases here weekly. So if that is your sort of thing, please consider subscribing to Coffee House Crime. And so, with that said, please grab yourself a coffee, pull up a seat, and get ready for the deep dive. This is the case of Courtney. You want a coffee, Angie? Not really. Yeah, it's two in the morning for us guys. It's two thirty in the morning. Uh, the grind don't stop, though, man. Funny. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, folks. Today, we're returning to the mighty nation of the United States of America. And zoning in one step further, welcome to Miami. Now, you can't go much further south or east than here, as the magic city rests on the southeastern coast of Florida's peninsula. On that note, it's probably obvious to say that the only place more south than Miami is Homestead, and y'all definitely don't want to go there. <laughs> Florida, <laughs> also known as the Sunshine State, receives more than 3,000 hours of sunlight annually. And with an average temperature of 71 degrees Fahrenheit or 22 degrees Celsius, it is no wonder that millions of tourists flock here every year. Now, stop blocking here. Stop, guys. Yes, I'm please. tired of y'all. Okay? You guys are making the traffic worse and the rent's going up, which for me isn't that bad because I own a couple of properties here, so I can for keep me raising it's the bad. rent. For but yes, yeah, it's, it's bad. bad for Angie. Yes. All right, y'all are going to end up, she's in Doral now. Now she's going to have to keep moving out more <laughs> west. <laughs> Y'all gonna keep getting, y'all gonna, she's gonna end up in Homestead if you guys keep coming at this rate. <laughs> or Kendall. I don't know what's worse. Oh, man. Miami is known for its strong Cuban influence, balmy weather, pristine beaches, and fantastic diving sites. The city is also home to many famous teams and landmarks, which includes the Miami Heat, the iconic Miami Tower, and of course, the beautiful Everglades National Park. Miami has had a somewhat stagnant population number in recent years, but for now, it's home to just under half a million residents. And eventually, this is where we will find the lives of Courtney Clenny and Christian Obamselli. Courtney Clenny was born on April 21st, 1996, to her mother Deborah and father Kim. The family originally lived in Texas, which is where they remained as Courtney and her sister Morgan grew up. And with her father holding a degree in finance and working as a financial advisor, they had plenty of financial means to support the family too. The daughters were spoiled while growing up and supposedly always got what their hearts desired. 
Their parents were active in sports for their entire lives, and so naturally, this was reflected with Courtney and Morgan too. By the yeah, so they were spoiled. As they fuck. were spoiled as hell, man, which explains a lot as far as their attitude. You guys are gonna see here in a bit. The time, so she came for money. Courtney had reached the second grade of high school. She was already into an impressive list of physical activities, including football, gymnastics, volleyball, diving, and riding horses. She also loved the world of theater, drama, and dance, and she began taking classes for all of these things at the age of 13. Moving forward a couple years, it was during her time in high school that she started to take both exercise and physical fitness a lot more seriously. And moving into her adulthood, she became a qualified personal trainer, where she went on to win several competitions in weightlifting and fitness. Realizing that college wasn't the right path for her, she eventually dropped out of education to focus on other aspirations, such as fitness and social media. It was around this time that she started to notice that pictures of her at the gym got a lot of attention online. And with this in mind- Yeah, from you simps! Stupid! <laughs> mind, this is when several random encounters helped thrust her into the internet spotlight. Appearing in a video on her YouTube channel named Courtney Taylor, Courtney described how she became Instagram famous through consistently posting content, giving interviews, moving to Los Angeles, featuring in Playboy, and other collaborations with other models. Courtney was rapidly growing on Instagram and other social media platforms. Man, this is, this and is after called, OnlyFans was founded in the this year. This is called growing with privilege. Yeah, big facts. And here's her YouTube channel right here, by the way, guys, if y'all were wondering, because I know y'all probably might want to know. Here it is. Uh, Courtney Taylor, uh, 14 subscribe, 14, uh, 0.2k subscribers. And of course she's not serious about posting. <laughs> uh, she hasn't posted in a very long time. Was last time four years ago. Fantastic. The truth about how I became Instagram famous, which I'll be honest with y'all. Instagram guys is <laughs> you got even more famous. I knew these comments. <laughs> I knew there was someone was going to come here and say something, bro. I knew it. Three days ago, you are so ugly, so ugly. Look at this. These comments are psycho. Yeah, oh murderer. Yeah, here we go. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. Bro. Oh man. Uh, definitely lip injections is what they're saying. Okay, fair enough. I knew that was coming. But anyway, uh, yeah. But she hasn't posted in a while. At the end of the day, guys, Instagram is much easier to blow up on than youtube especially if you're an attractive girl like instagram is easy mode for an attractive girl so it is what it is but most people are not as consistent on youtube and it takes skill to be good on youtube because let's be honest here you have to actually be entertaining yeah, and be able to keep... yeah you have to work well. i mean yeah you've worked behind the scenes with me now angie i mean it's, it's more hard work than you thought right it is hard yes it is hard yeah so you gotta you know you gotta be charismatic you know entertaining be able to keep people's attention for more than 30 seconds at a time exactly. so you know, YouTube gravity. This is why YouTube is dominated by men. The top YouTubers are almost always men, not women, for obviously for a reason. Versus Instagram, wow. it's female dominated. This is why women deserve less. Both coming soon. 2016, she spotted a new golden opportunity. Since she was young, confident, in great shape, and didn't mind that sort of extra attention, she asked herself, why not try it out? For those who don't know, OnlyFans is an internet content subscription service that allows creators to share whatever kind of content they like with other fans. All Translation, share videos of yourself naked and or having sex with other individuals. It's basically a porn site, guys. 90, most of the top earners on OnlyFans are women that basically shoot explicit content. Let's just keep it a thousand. Porn, yeah, exactly. People who pay to see that sort of content, including videos, pictures, and other paywall-restricted media. 
Now, Courtney was already rocketing in revenue and popularity, and in fact, she'd gained over 1 million followers on Instagram, which led to all sorts of opportunities. This included sponsorships with many well-established brands, and exciting interviews and features at places such as Chive HQ. It is hard to know exactly how much money Courtney was making before OnlyFans, but she would go on to make more than $3 million on the platform in less than three years. Oh, wow. Bombocat! Just to show pictures of herself. And excluding all other forms of revenue, Courtney earned more than $1 million on OnlyFans in 2020 alone, which was followed up by a staggering $1.8 million in 2021. Many would argue that Courtney Clenny had a life most of us could only ever dream of. She had fame, fortune, success, and a very supportive family. And to add to all of this, conventionally speaking, she was a very attractive young woman at the very peak of her game. Now, her industry and lifestyle may not be what everyone exactly aspires for, but considering her position, she was very lucky to be making such a staggering amount of money. You could even argue that the only thing that was missing was love. And in 2020, right when all of this was taking off, that missing feature of her life materialized. It was around this time that she first laid eyes upon a young and charming man named Christian Obumselli. Affectionately nicknamed Toby, Christian was born on April 12, 1994, and also lived in Dallas, Texas. During his time attending Murphy Middle School, Christian developed a passion for basketball and football, and by the time he moved on to attend Plano East Senior High School, his skills were almost as evident as his lovable personality. His football coach recalls Toby as a warm and caring man whose work ethic was off the charts. He always had a smile on his face, and was willing to help any of the other younger players. In his more recent years, Toby was noted to be an extremely compassionate and gentle man with a very infectious smile. And as for his job? Well, big money was the aim, and crypto was the game. He had also dived into the world of stocks at a very young age. And he was mostly a crypto trader, guys. I'll be honest with y'all, I don't know if he actually made money like that. Um, I'm going to venture towards not as much as her, because you guys are about to see what he tolerated to deal with this woman. Um, but I don't know how much money he was actually she was, earning. She was definitely making more than She was him. making way more than him, though. I yeah. mean, let's be honest here. Most crypto traders are not that profitable, guys. That's just not how things go. So, And surprisingly, he was very good at it, too. And combining the two compounding moneymakers together, he earned himself a very comfortable amount to live on. Christian fell in love with Courtney almost as soon as he met her. And, and remember, guys, comfortable can be 10K a month, 15K a month, 20K a month, but it's not going to compare to her making 100,000 plus a month. All right. So exactly. I, I want you guys to understand that so you understand uh, where the relationship dynamics are about to head during this documentary. She was the aggressor for a reason. She was a leader in the relationship. That feeling seems to be mutual because within weeks, they were in a very passionate relationship. Friends claimed that in the beginning, everything seemed pleasant. They were having a lot of fun together and seemed to be deeply in love. However, a few months in, and not the same thing could be said, as the relationship had turned into something very dark and serious. Those who knew Toby before he met Courtney could see a very saddening and troubling change in him too. Where he was once bright and full of energy, he now often seemed stressed, preoccupied and withdrawn. And sadly, this was for good reason too, as Courtney had become somewhat controlling when it came to her boyfriend. She would often get upset at the very smallest of things, pull Toby away from his friendship group, and then, before they knew it, Toxic. she would be screaming at him at the top of her lungs. Over time, and that's another reason, too, why I don't think I know the, the narrator saying like he made a good living for himself. But I, I honestly think he probably didn't make that much money because he was stuck with her in the apartment yeah. and he wouldn't leave.
So that makes me think, like, bro, like, uh, like, are you really like this girl's doing a bunch of crazy stuff? Like, do, I mean, do do you think he was staying with her because of her money? I think so. I think a big part of it was was mm. that, that maybe not the whole reason, but I think that was a, a component to it where she was taking care of him, maybe which is she, why she treated him so poorly. Maybe he was also like emotionally dependent on her. Yeah, that for sure, for sure. I, I mean, but I think money was a component. That's why I, yeah, I don't definitely. think he made as much money as people think he did. And I, I mean, yeah, bro. Crypto traders aren't killing it like that, guys. I'll just keep it a thousand with y'all. Like, that's just, the just like the status as well, like to be with like that that girl being famous and all that shit. Yeah. So it's it's signs like, off. Plus the money, plus everything. Yeah. Like she was paying all the bills. You guys are gonna see how crazy she talks to him uh, here in a second. But that that's what makes me say. I don't think he was making that much money. And honestly, I wish he made more. So he could have left this chicken. Maybe he'd be alive today, you know? But he refused to leave. Time, physical violence became more noticeable within the relationship. And although this started with Courtney hitting him on the chest and shoulders, which is already bad enough, it would become much, much worse. With her lucrative and ever-expanding career, Toby made the decision to become her personal assistant, which meant he was all- That also made- this is another thing too, right? The fact that, right, he was willing to become her personal assistant tells me that he didn't make that much either. Because if you're going to be a personal assistant, that means that you can't effectively trade as much as you want to. Guys, trading crypto, stocks, etc. You got to be on it. You got to be watching the markets. You got to know what's going on. You got to make the right trades at the right time. You got to know what you're doing. For him to be her full-time personal assistant, that tells me off rip. He probably wasn't making money like that in the beginning. And there would probably be more money made from dealing with his girl, right? And being her assistant, helping her make more money. And when you're an assistant for an OnlyFans chick, what are you doing? You're responding to thirsty people on OnlyFans. You're posting uh, content for her. You're uploading, you're, um, you're helping your shoot content. You're scheduling it for Man. her. You're basically like her manager slash her assistant slash her bitch, quite frankly. And Pain. that is why the power dynamic was so messed up in this situation. You got something? Go ahead, Angie. That must be horrible. Yeah. I mean, if you're like related, if you're dating a girl and you have to be that kind of person for her, that's... It's a wrap. Yeah. It's a, like I hate to say it. I... Listen, man, this is fed. This ain't fresh and fit. You guys want to tune into intersexual dynamics and see me talk about this in more detail? Go to fresh and fit. But the reality is, a lot of times when the woman is in the control, in the power role, right, as the leader, the breadwinner, the head of the household, which quite frankly she was, they tend to become more masculine, more dominant, and that is not a very comfortable place for women to be. They want to be able to be in their feminine, okay? And you being an assistant puts you in a subservient role, and that's not what women want, guys. In a, on a balance of probability, she will have been roasted by badly in Fresh and Fit. Oh yeah, she had come here. She she I think she purposely didn't come here for <laughs> for that reason because I probably would have told her like you're you're a masculine woman and I would probably I would have roasted her. Yeah, you know honestly, Angie, I was just thinking about this. If she had come <laughs> on Fresh and Fit, maybe I would have got through to her. Real talk. What do you mean? Like girls come on the show all the time. Yeah, and um. Like, they'll be treating their boyfriend bad or whatever. Like, I'll hear how they speak about him, and I'll be like... So they'll be, like, the, the dominant in the relationship? They'll be dominant, the they'll be disrespectful, or something like that. Like, one girl, I remember she came on a couple of days ago. Right. She had two kids. She had run over her ex with a car, right? Y'all yeah. know what episode I'm talking about, etc. And I was like... And she was like... I was like, would you get mad if you caught him with another girl? And she was like, well, I caught him masturbating before, blah, blah, blah. But I was like, yeah, but if you caught him with another girl, you should be happy this man is taking care of you, your kids. Yeah. You have felony conviction. He pays all the bills, etc. Like, appreciate that, man. Like, yeah. 
You're not going to find a, a lot of guys that are going to want to come in and take care of you. Yeah, yeah. You it's know? true. So I've had it before where I brought girls on a show and I kind of like told them like, yo, what are you doing? Like this guy is a good dude. He's taking care of you, blah, 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 blah. And like sometimes, sometimes, sometimes the girls are like. They listen. They listen. Or they're like, okay. I'll think I'll, about it. I'll think about it. Which yeah. that's enough. Because then they, then, then when, at least if I put the seed, then when they go see their man and they see all the good stuff he does for him, his actions water the seed. And then they start to realize, damn, wow. I should be more appreciative. Yeah, I have a good man by my right? side. I got a good man by my side. Sometimes someone has to tell them on the outside to let them know. Um, you know, and, and I've done that for a couple of girls. So it is what it is. But who, you know, because she went on another but podcast. Do you think, but do you think, Myra, like she will have listened to this girl, Carney? Probably not. <laughs> to be honest with you, probably not. She was making, uh, she's you know, too reckless. Um, over a million a year. Exactly. She's uh, she's young and hot. You can't tell me nothing, you know, so. Too reckless. Too reckless. You know what I mean? But who knows? Maybe she would have been like, maybe I should stop abusing him. Right? So Maybe, yeah. But she did go on another podcast that competes with us. You know who I'm talking about. The bums that reached out to you. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Them, yeah those yeah, those yeah. fucking losers, if you yeah, know what I'm saying. Yeah, she went over there. Uh, but um, And she made some really stupid comments. But yeah, if she came on ours, man, hey, who knows? Maybe she would have <laughs> at least listened, heard, heard me out and been like, you know what? Maybe I should appreciate this guy more. He's actually helped me make more money, et cetera. So, yeah. But yeah, this was an L being her assistant, especially someone like this. Always traveling, working and catering to her needs. Now, sure, Toby did have a lot of fun doing this, but it also meant he was always around her and was always exposed to her physical violence and behavior. But Courtney had other problems going on too. She became a regular to the bars and clubs downtown in Austin. And as her frequency in alcohol increased, so did her dependency. Now this makes- Yeah. This is something not a lot of people talk about. This girl was an alcoholic, guys. Like, she drank a lot. Explain some of the outbursts she had against Toby, because it is evident she clearly had an issue handling her liquor, but this is still no excuse. Her incompetence is proven in the form of two DUI charges against her. And in July 2021, the police were called after she had thrown a glass at Toby's head in Las Vegas. What's going on today? Um, All right, I want you guys to see how she's uh, how uh, um how she tries to always manipulate people okay this is her in vegas the police officer is asking her hey what went down etc i want you guys to pay attention to how she speaks to the police officer and how she tries to this, this is clearly this is clearly a girl that is used to get everything she wants yes yes 100 percent have you ever been cited or arrested before yes for what so why am I here? What's going on? Um, my boyfriend and I just got into like a loud argument. So you called once again. Loud argument. And for what? Why did you call for help? Because we were getting really loud. We we're getting loud. And I was like, oh my God, we're going to like do damage to the room or something. Not damage to each other. Like I really want to like. Uh, why, why, why would you I like See that. how she's trying to minimize it? Yeah. Why would you think that you were going to do damage to the room? I like throwing something or like did you throw something so i went from we're being really loud and we're not going to do damage to each other to uh, uh i threw something did i yeah no did anybody okay lie number one throw anything no so why would you think that there is damage to the room to be made because i've done that before in our house and i what have you done thrown a glass and plate did you throw a glass or a plate to the team today no okay so no, if I before. Stop the cap. 
okay, so when I go to the room and I see a broken glass on the floor, where did the glass come from? I don't, I don't know. I literally couldn't even remember how the fight started. Okay, well. Was there? Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm being completely, okay. I'm being completely honest with you. I felt, I feel like my like brain is scrambled eggs right now. Did anybody yeah, punch, hit, spit, throw anything at each other? Did he hit you or you did at him? Well, I'm guessing that I threw a glass, but that sounds. Now I'm guessing I threw a glass, but that sounds like me, so. Yeah, the glass came out of nowhere. Oh, by the way, I just want to say, somebody mentioned earlier about like there being a chair on the floor. Mm -hmm. That was there. I don't know why we hadn't picked it up. Like that had nothing. What the hell does that have to do with anything? What? There was a chair on the floor. Just like, don't forget it. Listen, let me deflect the fact that I threw a uh, projectile at my significant other that could seriously damage him. There was a chair on the floor, and we had nothing to do with that. To do with the fight. We weren't throwing furniture at each other. He's so random. Following her subs. This woman is insane, guys. Insane, right? And I want you guys to see that there's a trend here with this girl where it's very obvious through interviews, through um, recorded um footage with the police officers wearing their body cameras that this is an individual that hasn't really faced the consequences of their poor decisions before and exactly. uh and i just want to let y'all know as well you guys and i'll pull up the video clip after she killed her boyfriend she was spotted at a hotel lobby drinking alcohol with her father after killing the boyfriend after killing the boyfriend Holy a couple days after and she left because someone came in and said wait did you kill your boyfriend blah 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 they recognized her and she just got up and got out of there with her brother, with her father. So this is an individual that not only hasn't faced consequences for their actions, but even her parents and her family reinforces her poor decisions. Drinking so alcohol at a, at a hotel lobby with your dad days after a murder? Holy. And you're on national news? Bro, you ain't catching me outside ever. That's insane. <laughs> Let alone in a lobby in Miami somewhere. I'll pull up the video for y'all right now. Hold on. Went to rest, Courtney was held for 12 hours overnight. But despite almost being seriously injured, Toby declined to press charges and desperately pleaded for her release. Why, Toby, and while why? being interviewed by police officers, Courtney even changed her story to claim that she was the one who called them because she didn't want any further embarrassment. It is worth saying here that incredible. Now, here's the video I was talking to you guys about. Here she is. Yeah, there she is right there. Yeah, as you guys can see. So they start recording her. Yeah, you did. Yeah, and yeah. And those are guys. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah, and they're seeking justice. I think that's her dad. Yeah, what? I'll videotape her right now. Everyone is recording. Look at that. Yeah, you should go. Yeah, you did. And just so you guys know, to give you guys a little bit of like context, when this happened, she had not been charged yet, guys. Okay. When she killed her boyfriend, there was uproar in the black community to get justice for him. Because obviously, as you guys know, she's a Caucasian female, attractive. Yeah. They didn't want her to escape her pretty privilege. You know, rightfully so in this case, right? Because she did commit a crime. And you guys are going to see here in a second what actually, like, transpired. Um, but uh, but this is her a couple of days, you know, I think a week or two after the uh, the incident. And she's there having a drink with her dad, you know? Yeah. And her dad is enabling her bad behavior. So now, with that said, right, 
I don't, you know, you shouldn't be, I don't think it was fair that they harassed her like that in the lobby, right? Like just recording her like, oh, you should go to jail, blah, blah, It's kind of lame. Yeah. Uh, but here's the thing. I could, I, you, you can't operate on 2020 hindsight, even though what those people did was stupid, right? And it was, it was fucked up. It's very you, on the other hand, have to have common sense to understand that people aren't going to treat you well, given the climate of what you say and how you behave, which, yeah. uh, what you've done, right? What's being alleged against you uh, and the media circus that was going on at the time. Yeah. So she just didn't exercise critical thinking skills. It was like, oh, I'm just going to go down to the lobby and drink alcohol with my dad and everything's going to be okay. Meanwhile, I'm on every national television outlet uh, for stabbing my boyfriend. Exactly. I mean, she Just knows that, that she knows that every finger is pointed at her. It's like very dumb yeah. as well to go out and be like publicly like saying yeah. this was literally like especially like, like that, like drinking, Just yeah. having a couple of drinks. Yeah, this was like, less than a month because I, I remember when this surfaced, this was like literally like maybe a week or two after the murder. So, yeah, just not just not intelligent. You know what I mean? Does she deserve to get heckled like that? No. Right. You're supposed to be presumed innocent until proven guilty. But you can't be surprised. Courtney did at least admit to previously throwing glasses and plates at her boyfriend. Holy. For better or worse, the couple eventually made plans to move away from Texas to experience a new chapter in their lives together. Toby was infatuated with London and had high hopes of moving there. But for Courtney, it was Miami. London failed society. Of course, and Miami. of course, like always, she got her way. Now, to be fair, they both liked the idea of living in the Magic City. It's well known for its pristine beaches, nonstop. That's the only thing I agree with Courtney Clinton on in this whole thing is Miami is way better than London, dude. I'll tell you that for a fact. Yeah, well, you know why she moved to Miami. Yeah. <laughs> Hold on, wait, it's, it, it's show the audience. Why? Yeah, you know why she moved to Miami? <laughs> she belongs to the streets. <laughs> oh, man all right life and fantastic warm weather and there are many appealing traits for young adults who like to party and have plenty of cash and so in january 2022 they finally made the decision to move 1100 miles from austin to miami courtney was making substantial money by now and her choice of an apartment so angie you work in a nightlife and uh you're a hostess right and yeah. you deal with these models and only fans, chicks, time. and stuff like that. All the time. Can you tell the people real quick what type of attitude you get from girls like this that are like, you know... Oh, these bitches believe that because they know promoters... <laughs> tell them how you really or... feel, goddamn! It's just that I, I can stem them. <laughs> I'm sorry, it's just I, I don't... I, I can stem these girls because they believe that they have some privilege by knowing somebody or whatever. They don't... They, they have to be treated like... I don't know, like some royal queens or what? Guys, I mean, and if anybody is watching and you're in Miami, shh, guys, like Kendrick Lamar will say, man, be humble and sit down. Like, you have to come up and pay your fucking cover or pay for your fucking like bottle service and just pay like everybody else. Just, you're not special at all. No, you're not. I mean, it doesn't matter if you know somebody or whatever. Even if you know me, man, like I can help you. But like, expect me to just like open. I'm just venting right here. I'm sorry. No, no, I'm, no, I'm no. just gonna go. <laughs> I knew this was gonna happen. Yo, I be you guys think I'm kidding? Like I be this. saying girls really be thinking that they're special. And Angie deals with the shit every weekend. They're yeah. coming in. Let me in for free. I know this. I know him. But da 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 da. This like, is also full, but by, uh, by simping guys Facts. as well. Yeah, no, simps fuck everything up. 
because they also like do this thing and they sometimes like pay for their covers or they just like be like oh can you let them in like they're girls let me as if like only because they're girls just have some kind of privilege i pay my fucking covers <laughs> and i work in the nightlife uh, life i mean guys come on be fucking humble <laughs> damn it <laughs> yeah i i i i knew that you would get mad as hell because you deal with these like pretty tourists that come here or move this here whatever, and they just weekend. give you a hard time at the front like i'm not paying cover i'm pretty i'm a girl i know the owner i know that so i knew you were gonna have something to say about that yeah oh man definitely reflected this. They settled into Unit 2201 of 3131 Northeast 7th Avenue, found in Beverly Terrace not even one mile from downtown. And holy shit. With three bedrooms, three bathrooms, and spectacular views of Biscayne Bay, their apartment was luxurious to an unimaginable level. Now, of course, the rent was not cheap, and in fact, it is confirmed that Courtney spent an eye-watering amount of money to live here, $10,000 per month to be precise. Furthermore, she would often brag about paying the rent all by herself, and would even gloat and threaten to kick Toby to the streets if he misbehaved. Holy Speaking shit. of misbehaving... See, that's what I'm saying, man. I don't think he was making that much money from, uh from the crypto training and he was her assistant so now he was in a very bad position how could he accept this treatment though i know man it's it's literally like just listening to this story really bothers me because i look at like what if he had found my content before real talk <laughs> like I, I was thinking about that like yo what if he had found our content before and realized like yo this trick is useless. what am i doing yeah let me get the hell out of here you know exactly yeah and and there's someone right now probably watching this this podcast that's like know someone or has been through this where they're with a chick that's like just abusive and they don't say anything because it's like emasculating yeah like this is actually very common where chicks like abuse the hell out of their their partners it's very common behavior amplified after moving to miami she once again became a well-known face to the local clubs and bars and her attitude and demeanor began to worsen yet again there was no subtlety to this behavior either. Appearing in the We in Miami podcast, she openly admitted that she was toxic, hated being bossed around and controlled, and, quote, only L podcast. <laughs> L podcast. Y'all already know they tried to copy the, the sauce, but they ain't got it. Hates rich black guys. Do you like to be fully controlled or do you? I like to be submissive. Pretty, yeah, well, yeah, right. Yes. But like in my life, I don't like anybody to tell me what to do. <laughs> so you only want them to tell you what to yeah. do in the bedroom. Other than that, you don't want them to tell you anything. Right. <laughs> That's not how the world works. Like, yo, like this is just like goes to show like her delusion. Like, I want to pick and choose when I be a, when I want to be a lady. That, that, that's exactly it. Yes. Mm. So that sounds like you're a control freak with your relationships. Be oh, careful with this one. She's going to boss you around like, exactly. ah, just, sweet toxicity. So you only date rich. Show boss you around, bro. Because you ain't got no frame. Black guys. <laughs> so like, have you ever dated like any politicians or only like rappers or athletes or what kind of black, like rich black guys? You know, dabble here, dabble there. Yeah. A little bit. How much do you make them off? <laughs> she belongs to the Dabble streets. here, dabble there. A lot. <laughs> yeah, we, we make good money. By now, Courtney was becoming yeah. Um, me doing the numbers, guys. She's making about probably easily around a hundred thousand, hundred ten k a month, something like that, to make a million a year. Uh, one point two is uh, one point two million a year is a uh, hundred thousand dollars a month. So yeah, she's making in that range. Um, and then this is the building, guys. By the way, just so y'all know, 
Uh, this is a very nice building. This is, I think, it's called One Parizo Place or Palace or whatever the hell Where it's called. Where is it? Uh, this is in Edgewater. So if you look here. Oh, right. Okay. So, right, you go go out the map here. Can I enlarge this? God damn it. All right. Yeah, I get the idea, though. I'll get the idea. <laughs> I'll try to show you all the area in my so it's a nice area. unhinged with erections i mean edgewater's edgewater's good now like it, it's 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 a lot better now than it was before um there's some nice buildings up there you got brickle you got obviously downtown edgewater's cool midtown uh you get like a nice view of the water but she was there. paying and it's what? quieter up there too she was paying like she was what, paying 10K. 10k yeah that she they were ripping her off i'll tell you that <laughs> 10k for edgewater fuck out of here bro I'm good with that. You you could be in a way better spot for 10k a month. For sure. She was a it was a three bedroom, three bath. That's why. Anyways, there is risk to Toby's health, which I guess isn't bad if you want a three bedroom, three bath. But like 10k to be in Edgewater, no, I'm good. Both physical and mental, and even worse, took pride in the situation, even finding it funny at times. Further examples of her behavior included her shouting and screaming at Toby, calling him many derogative words, including racial slurs yeah she was definitely calling them the n-bomb guys yes she was and here it is guys just to give you guys a kind of a idea so she's up here right miami right you go uh out you come in right you got downtown miami where this is where like the um where the heat play right around this area here's bayfront park brickle is down in this area right here okay you go north that brings you to downtown miami which is going through gentrification right now bayside FTX Arena right here, right? This is where um, the Heat play. And then you go further up, right? You got Windwater. It's Windwater. That's, Windwood uh, here. Windwood, and then you got Edgewater yeah. here, which is on the water. And then um, Overtown, never go here, Simba. That's hey, Midtown, right? Where and Then, yeah, Midtown is Midtown. like this area like here. It's like before you get to Windwood. Yeah. Right? And to be honest with y'all... It's you, not as nice. People ask me all the time, yo, Myron, where should I go to if I'm going to move to Miami? If I were to move to Miami now, I would do either Midtown or Brickle is what I would do. Midtown is actually really, like, a good place to be. Now. Yeah, now. Yeah. 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 It's a lot better now. Trashing their home and hotel rooms while away, and even throwing his possessions off their apartment balcony. Courtney's tantrums became so violent. Could you imagine just getting your stuff thrown off the oh, freaking balcony? Violent that one time after smashing up the entire Miami apartment. She then demanded that Toby move out and sealed the deal by throwing all of his clothes over the balcony ledge. But Courtney knew that what she was doing was wrong. And every time an outburst like this happened, she would profusely apologize by it showering makes me wonder, him with like, gifts. What was In he one doing instance, she tried to make her mad. Yeah. Like, what, yeah. like the stupid things. Yeah, it's. I think it's minuscule, trivial stuff. But look at this. Look, we talked about this. Remember, Angie, when uh, abusive partners yeah. they abuse their partner, and then they shower them with gifts in like the next few days after yeah. the, the 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 fight are like the best days, and then that's what keeps the person hooked on the relationship. Yeah, it's true. To make amends for ruining his entire wardrobe of clothes by purchasing the Louis Vuitton luggage sets, you can probably guess that these things aren't cheap, and it cost her upwards of ten thousand dollars. And then, of course, shortly after this, came the infamous elevator surveillance footage that many of us have likely already seen. I'm not going to play all of this, but in this surveillance footage, it is obvious that Courtney was the one attacking Toby as he tried to push her away. 
through the many messages and recordings of... Don't worry, Ninjas, we showed you all that earlier. So if you're just tuning in now, rewind back. It'll be in the timestamp, uh, the full uh, elevator video. Toby, it is clear that he was both distraught and devastated by his girlfriend's actions. Yet, despite all of this constant aggression, he would always defend her in front of officers and other people. It's not currently clear if these acts of protection were out of concern that he too would be arrested over specific actions, but he always seemed to have her back, despite that not being reciprocated. Throughout the months and eventually years, multiple letters and text messages were documented by him, and in all of these articles, it is clear to see how heartbroken yet love-struck he was with her. In a written letter addressed to Courtney, Toby said the following, You are honestly the sweetest and most annoying woman I know, but I Yo, guys, this letter <laughs> says so many different things without saying them. Would never trade you for anything. I want. You know what? Let me go ahead and uh, read it for y'all. We'll go back to loving each other because the, the the people here aren't going to read the entire letter. We'll go back to loving each other like in the beginning, and I will not hesitate to drag you to the aisle. So he intended to marry this crazy woman. Holy! I want to be everything to you, your boyfriend, your best. Well, yeah. Wants to be everything to you. Your boyfriend, your best friend, your lifelong partner, the man, the man you trust, and you trust to put his life on the line for you. I swear, uh, I, I, I think, yeah, I swear, Courtney, you are worth more than anything I could ever lose for your sake. I do believe that dreams come true, and I would love for, uh, for to help me fulfill mine. Guys, I'm reading it verbatim, so it might be a little off here, which may be yours also. I truly love you. That is why I said I love you so many times daily, which you probably didn't know why. But I love you, so I want to say it. I truly believe you are the one God set aside for me, and likewise, I for you. I do believe that dreams come true, and I would love for you to help me fulfill mine. Baby, you are the recipe when I'm stuck in the toughest situations, and the only person I want to share my life with. I remember Walking on the trail in Austin, and I told you a poem that reminded me of you, which made me cry and love you so much, to the point I asked you to come take a walk during the sunset. In November, and then it goes, this, is, this it, is very corny. Yeah. <laughs> person I want to. Uh, uh, and then it goes here during the sunset. The poem slash song was called My Personal Sunset. Play this song on Spotify while reading. Um, if we're. If we're being honest, I'm obsessed with the sky. When I look at sunsets, I wonder, I think about how satisfied God must, God must feel after painting them. And when I think about God through Share my life with. days, I remember walking on the trail in Austin and I through days and nights uh, or uh, men I, and women. I wonder if God split. Well, either way, y'all get the idea. It's corny as fuck. Yeah. Told you I a mean... poem that reminded me of you, which made me cry and love you so much, to the point I asked you to come take a walk during the sunsets. In November 2020. Now, this letter reveals a couple things that are very disturbing to me. It shows me that even in the face of, you know, an unstable woman that can cause him harm in the future that makes his life difficult, he refuses to acknowledge, right? Yes, he's fucked up. The toxicity of this woman. Yeah. And is blinded by his love for her. And ultimately, that love caused his demise. And the letter kind of gives you guys an insight into a mindset. Regardless, we can make jokes and say, oh, it was a corny letter, yeah. blah, blah, blah. At the end of the day, a man lost his life because he foolishly he believed 
that this woman loved him back to the same degree, which to Som- be honest with you, I don't think she did. Sometimes in these kind of patterns um, of relationships, uh, the person that is the victim has a defense mechanism, and that's why he can accept. Um, he enters in denial, and he can accept like their, like their reality, like mm. their real self of this Good person. Point. So this happens very often. Believe it or not, it happens very often. Yeah. He has delusions of grandeur with this yeah. woman and he thinks that it's going to get better and and you know she's still the one and all this and it's 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 scary to see him or or maybe he will pull her in like position that she's the victim no no yes just, she, shuff, she suffers so much because of this or that whatever he'll excuse her bad behavior yeah exactly yeah so guys you, you, this is why you got to understand female nature. So you're never put in a position like this before. You're never put in a position like this where your love is blinding you to the cold hard reality of what's really going on. One, another one of Courtney's more severe outbursts resulted in her stabbing him in the leg. And although there seemed to be signs of remorse and sympathy the following day, this only seemed to last a meager 24 hours. In a recovered. T- so, guys, she stabbed him in the leg in October. 2021 text message he said the crazy thing about all of this is that yesterday when you stabbed me in the leg and you saw how bad it was hurting me the next morning i still woke up happy i still gave you a good day even though my leg was hurting because my girlfriend stabbed me i woke up happy i took you to vegas helped you shoot drank with you and did blow with you just so you'd have a great time and i'm doing all of this while my leg hurts so bad did I make you feel bad for stabbing me? No, I just sucked it up and hoped tomorrow would be better. What the fuck? Damn. It's almost like he wrote it as like, like, uh, like, uh, this is what I'm dealing with, guys. Like, he's almost like using it like a journal to, to document Man, the abuse. Man, this is so fucking sad. What the fuck? This is so crazy. Holy yeah. shit. Wild, right? What? <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah. When I was oh watching this, I was going, I was like, what the hell is going on? I was going crazy. I was like, what the? What's wrong with this guy? Dude, I, I genuinely wish, like, because I didn't know. Here's the thing. People didn't expose these text messages and stuff like that, right? So when I was watching this the first time, I was like, dude, I wish this guy had watched our podcast, man. Man, do you think it will change anything? Even if it didn't change anything, it would have made him aware of something. And I'll take that all day. It's true. I, I, I don't even care if they, they, they take the advice or not, as long as they're aware of what's happening. Yeah. That might be, that could have been the difference between him sh- walking in that day and just deciding to leave versus, you know, entertaining an argument and still being alive today, yeah. or him staying there and continuing to argue with her for her to have the opportunity to stab him. That's how I look at it. It's true. I don't have to change you. I just want to make you aware. And sometimes that's enough. So this is sad, man. Real talk, man. Yeah. In another text message sent in March 2022, Toby said, Is love going to kill me? What if the knife sliced my lip and it was- Hold on, I'm gonna read the whole thing for y'all. <laughs> Just letting you know, I woke up feeling like, probably mean that says shit there, and feeling stupid. Not like stupid as in our relationship, but stupid as in like, what I told you the other day. Is love going to kill me? Like, I know both of us have sacrificed a lot for each other, but I can only talk about what I sacrificed. I've sacrificed my pride, my ego, Sometimes telling myself how I don't need to win. Hey, just let her have her way. Say sorry right now and mean it even if she asks you too sincerely or with a threat. 
I have been there for you plenty of times, more than I can even imagine, more than anybody else that I could think of. I've cried with you, cried about you, and I cried against you. But at the end of the day, it was all for love. And that is why I'm saying, do you see that my love, do you see, uh, hold on. Do you? Uh, yeah, it says, do you see that my love for you? Yeah, okay, I just got confused. Sorry, guys, I'm reading it verbatim from his text, so it might have grammar issues. Yeah. Do you actually really feel it? Do you actually understand it? Do you even think it's real? I'm going through all this, and I don't do this anymore. I stopped two months ago, but I'm going through this while paying for my grandpa's hospital bills. Like, imagine that. Ah! Okay. That might be the reason why he continued to tolerate this BS. Mm. He was in a financial obligation to take care of his family. Yeah. And she probably paid him a pretty decent salary to be her manager. He was probably taking... This is 20, making me feel worse. 20, 30 percent. Yeah, probably. Exactly. So like, she was taking care of him, his family. So and he wouldn't love her. Yeah. Now it's starting to make sense why he stuck around. Yeah. Like, I honestly feel like shit. My face feels like shit. The front and back. I always think about damn, man. OK, Christian, you took all this. Why? Because you love her. OK, time after time, after time, after time, I tell you, hey, please, like you're hurting me. And you, yes. You'll say, yeah, but then it just repeats. Like, and then we'll get into the YouTuber narrating it. Shout out to him. Wasn't sliced by my beard, my cheek, my eye. What might happen next time? February was the worst month I've had so far. Okay, okay. I, let me go back. I pray there is no, after he said next time, I pray there is no ne text time like that. Next, he means time. next time. Yeah, I can see that you want to give me physical touch. I see it and sometimes it's hard to not give it back, but I do. It's just at the same time, are you for real this time? Is this saying the right words and doing the right thing for a couple of days? And then if I say the wrong thing to you one to day, you. it all goes away. Bam, there you go. You called it, Angie. Yeah. He basically will say one thing and she'll just flip. Exactly. Because like you can see, this is a man walking on eggshells. Yeah. All right. February was the worst month I had so far. I got cheated on. I got called that word again. I got slapped in my stitches that have reopened multiple times and it's not healing fast enough. I've what I think he's afraid to say here is the N-bomb with the ER. Gotten kicked out. I'm just trying to have a couple of things off my chest before. He said, after he said, I've gotten kicked out. Memories of my girlfriend and I traveling, being thrown away. Apartment that my girlfriend swore to me and said, regardless of anything, we're not messing this up. We're not messing up this apartment. And they Therapy. messed up. To clarify, Toby and Cor Dude, that actually was very uncomfortable to read. Yeah, it is. You're, you're, you're it literally is. Listening, listening to a man's cries for help. Like, I, I don't know if he wrote those... It's almost like he wrote those sex messages knowing yeah. that Somebody something's probably going to happen to me and someone's going to need to see this. Somebody's going to read it, yeah. This crazy cycle. Courtney had ended and restarted their relationship several times in the last two years. But in March 2022, they reached an all-new breaking point. Despite only moving into the property about two months prior, the police had visited them twice, with a further 12 calls made in the previous months. And in Guys, they moved in in January 2022. Police had already been there twice, and there was 12-plus calls on them. That is crazy. That's, at, that's like one call a week almost. In recent weeks, Courtney's demeanor had become a lot more threatening, and she always threatened to kick him out of the apartment whenever they argued. Now, thankfully, with him living there full-time for the last... Despite her promising to not kick him out. You notice that in the text. She said, oh no, we're always yeah. going to keep this apartment, blah, blah, blah. 
last couple of months. She had no legal authority to do this with immediate effect. But Courtney would still try to do this regardless. And in the last week of March 2020, this is true. You can't kick someone else out your place if they're if it's their like legal residence and they're receiving mail there. It's actually very difficult to kick someone out. So this tells me that she's very unaware of how the laws are. She even asked her mum to stay with her for a week while she tried to push him out. Courtney officially broke up with Toby over this time frame, in which he spent the next six days living on a small sofa located in the small foyer of the apartment. Looking at the property's floor plan, you can see the room was a small hallway used between their personal elevator and the rest of their home. And for future reference, this is what Courtney often refers to as the elevator room. Courtney's mother eventually returned to her own home on April the 1st, 2022, leaving Courtney and her ex-boyfriend to hash things out moving forward. But this didn't seem to go very well, as the very next day, the police were called back to Courtney's apartment, and she was not happy. On the evening of April 2nd, the apartment's concierge called the police after witnessing a heated argument break out between the two. Now, interestingly enough, Courtney initially begged him not to call the police, with this even being recorded by an officer's body cam. However, shortly after officers arrived at the lobby, she very swiftly changed her position to sound as if she did actually want them to be there after all. It Sneaky girl, man. Gotcha, bitch. Now watch out to pay attention to this body cam footage. It is important to note how Courtney responded to officers' questions here, as she seemed determined to get a restraining order against Toby, but more specifically, before he did first. Throughout the entire conversation, Courtney interrupted almost everyone seemed emotionally unstable, and often contradicted what the concierge had already informed officers. I, All right, guys, you notice how she's trying to interject herself in the middle there because she knows that guy is the one that called the police. So she's trying to purposely get him away from the police. I mean, realistically speaking, does she really need that guy to get into her apartment? Probably not, right? These newer buildings, typically you can get in with your phone. You uh, you have a spare key somewhere. Her boyfriend's probably in the apartment. Who knows, right? Because I think I think at this point you guys are going to see, they ask, where's he at? Does he live here, etc. But her goal here is to keep the guy from talking to the police directly and implicate her in some type of issue because she knows that the police have been called before. The building's trying to evict her, which this documentary didn't mention. This building was trying to get rid of her because they had caused so oh, many issues. So shit. she's trying to get in the middle to stop them and intervene. But she's disguising it as, can you help me get in my apartment? This goes to show you guys the manipulative nature of this girl. And she's gone away with this plenty of times before because let's look at her. She's attractive, right? So most guys aren't going to question her because they think with the head below versus the head above. You call. The front desk personnel, uh, this young lady, I was actually, uh, you know, with the other guy. She informed us that uh, Miss Courtney, uh, her boyfriend, was trying to get into the elevator with her. But she had her hands out like this, okay? And she had her hands out like this, and she was like, oh no, I'm coming inside that way, okay? So we asked her, I said, do you want him to leave the property? She said, no, she don't want him to leave I did not say that, I said okay, yes. Hold on. No, but this, I hold, said, hold on, he's hold talking, on. then you talk. Let him speak. 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 We were quiet when you were speaking, why not? 
I say, are you certain for, certain for sure do you want him to leave? Oh, no, no. And then I, I just said, you know, enough is enough. Police need to be called. She said, she said she don't want police to be called. Okay. Okay, but you tell me out, I'm out, out, out. Let me talk. Okay. I feel very like. What's your name? Courtney? Yes. Okay, Courtney. Why do you have singing and singing? I'm like, I'm sure it's like. Okay, that right there. Why do you have to be so mean? Blah blah blah. To this is the victim her room. trying to play the victim. Yes. And control the frame and get the police officers to be nicer to her, and she's doing this, guys, not because she actually feels like they're being mean to her. She's doing it to gain control of the interaction. Okay. This is something that manipulative people, sociopaths, etc., do a lot of the time mm -hmm. to garner some type of control of the interaction with something that might be unpleasant. For example, last episode we did, remember Angie with uh, yeah. Daniel Prince? Daniel Prince. Mm -hmm. He wanted to confess, but he wanted to confess under his terms, his terms versus confessing the way the police asked. So the police played the game, right? To figure yeah, out what it was. he would say like, turn off the camera and I'll tell you everything you want. Exactly, exactly. And Courtney Clenny, honestly, in this situation is almost no different. She's trying to establish some type of frame control because she realizes here, I don't really have power. The police have been called. This is the, you know, multiple. This is like the third, fourth time now they've been called. I'm on thin ice with my building. Me and my boyfriend are fighting. She's going to play her own, like her only car. And it's like, I'm pretty. I'm a girl. I'm going to play the victim. Exactly. Are you going to listen? And let's also keep in mind, she's not stupid. She knows that these are male officers. So she's able to get away with this, mm. right? I've noticed when I watch interrogations or female police officers dealing with women, women don't try this game as much because the female officers are going to look at them like, bro, what? what? Get out of here. And you guys are going to see this in the Jody Arias episode yeah, where this actually worked out really well, where the male investigator came in and she just tried to sweet talk and I'm nice and I'm sugar Plain and spice everything nice. Yeah. Then the female detective comes in after the fact and she's like, that ain't going to work with me. She's just pummeling her with the cold, hard reality of what's going on. And you can see that Jody is much more like cold and reserved and speaks less because she knows that her manipulative tactics aren't going to be as effective with another female. OK, yeah. and this is where we see Courtney Clenny right here, right now in this video clip. She's coming to that realization at this moment, which is why she asked, can you guys be a little bit nicer? Like the goddamn video. Y'all ain't gonna get psychology breakdowns like that anywhere else. <laughs> Did you say something wrong? Yes. Courtney, what's going on? What do you need? What? So look at what she did, how she reframed the situation. She's manipulating. So she didn't want the cops to come, but now she realizes she has no control. So what does she do? She flips it, starts whispering. She's panicking. To make it look like she's the victim. I'm in danger. I need to whisper to you guys. My boyfriend's crazy, blah, blah, blah. But the reality is the building called, not you. You're just adapting to the current situation here so you can get ahead of what's going on that's yeah. why she asked if i could get a restraining order first because she needs to put herself right as the victim of this situation before obam Selly, aka christian has a chance to react so she's automatically creating the frame i'm out of control here but let me at least rewrite the narrative and make you police officers think i'm the victim and i'm going to whisper to infer right because it's she's overtly obviously not saying it but by her whispering and saying like it implies 
that she's hiding from somebody. Yeah. Who is that someone? Christian. What is he capable of? Danger, allegedly, to her. This woman is conniving. Yeah. This is bad. See, luckily, I've dealt a lot of these criminals before, so I know what time it is. But to someone that might not be aware of manipulative tactics utilized, especially by attractive women like this, they're going to fall hook, line, and sinker. What are your thoughts on this, Angie? I mean, you're a girl. I wouldn't do this. I'll, I'll be too intimidated, honestly. Too... <laughs> so, like, if you were in her shoes, you wouldn't do what she's yeah, doing with the cops? Yeah, I mean, I will, too, I will be too intimidated. Like, it's two cops. I'm going to be like, yo. They'll send you back to Venezuela. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's true. That's true. I'm just Facts. kidding. Oh, man. I said, show me the problem. Oh, like, I really got angry because that did not happen. All I did was take my dogs to all I did was speak she's, my thoughts to him. She's very used to get what she wants yeah. all the time. Speak your thoughts to him. You mean like yelling and screaming at him and throwing stuff at him and braiding him? Yeah. All I did was speak my thoughts to him. This girl is really good at minimizing situations, you know? And manipulating people. And manipulating people. Remember, the last thing, oh, people blew it out of proportion. We were just speaking loud to each other. Uh, you know, but we would never hurt each other. I would never fling anything at him. And then, well, you know what? It was probably me. Maybe I did fling something at him. So, yeah, this is just her game, man. I want a restraining order against Christian and Kelly. We don't issue those. Because, those no, just, I'm serious. Courts. Can I do that? Where you have can to go I go to I court. You have to okay, go to well, How can I make this? myself first? The, who's in the phone with you? There you go. You call. Me. How you much y'all want to bet that she knew that already? That yeah. you have to go to the court to get a restraining order. She already probably knew that. She's already been in multiple interactions with her boyfriend. They've had fights, whatever. If she really wanted to get a restraining order, she would have been known how to do it. Yeah. And also, I don't know anywhere. Done it already. Exactly. I don't know anywhere where you can get a restraining order through the police. You have to go to the court system to do it. Yeah. So she's saying this to play innocent as if she doesn't know, but she knows damn well you got to go to the courts to get a restraining order. She's just saying this so that she can go ahead and look like the positive one in this situation. Just my dad. Okay. Well, let me let me, let me let me explain to you something with your dad on the phone, so you so you so you, you could hear me. You ask me. Okay. And once again, I'm I'm guys. This is so telling. Her father is such an enabler. If you guys look the video I showed y'all earlier. Hang on, it's just funny the the angle of the video because she's like this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. I didn't even notice. Hey, like hey, Angie with the notes. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even catch she's, that. Guys, hold it's on. like hell. It's just like. Hold on. Can I get a restraining order against him? I answer you. Okay. Yeah. I didn't even catch that. Wait, 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 wait. Go ahead again. Go ahead. It's just that she's like this. Like, oh, yeah, you guys, I need a restraining order. <laughs> Look at my tits. <laughs> it's like, what are you doing, girl? <laughs> Good catch. Nah, um. Yeah, I, I mean, and look, she's on and the, the phone. The camera with, is ooh. pointing like, and she's on the phone with, with her dad. Yeah, I'm seeing a trend here, guys. Her father, she, her father is listening to the whole thing because yep. I saw the call, and she's got her, she's she's got him on the speaker. She's got the speaker phone, yeah. so he's no muted. He's listening to everything yeah. there. Her dad, yeah, just from like the lobby video I showed you guys, etc., is probably a big contributor as to why she behaves the way that she does she we already knew she was spoiled she was a her, spoiled brat right yeah but her dad is a mega mega enabler like anytime she's in trouble daddy daddy you know we don't issue those that's through court you asked me i need to get one before him i told you 
the only way is for you to get to court. Then you ask me, is he on the way already? And I ask you, I don't even know how he looks like. You understand? It's your questions like, that are making like much I, of an I, I, I am. I, <laughs> stupid. I am. Listen to me, answer my questions, please. Does he have property in the room, in the apartment with you? A lot of property, you said. Does, is it, has he been with you here for about two months? Right? Has he on and off or is he staying with you? For two months. Staying with you for two months here with yes. you? Okay. Okay, let me, let me, let me let you know something. He lives here. If that person lives in that apartment with you. Okay, we cannot trespass anybody that lives in this place. So we can. Nice try. Denied. By law, we cannot do this. And that's fair. I, I do understand. That was why I said, can I get a restraining order and get but there first? Listen, my answer I was, I already answered that. You got it. Just just go to the court. Courtney's and Christian's toxic relationship was now on full display to the authorities, staff, and other neighbors living around them. And it was clear to everybody that their relationship should not continue, regardless of the circumstances. We don't... And some friends came forward as well, and they basically said that um, Clenny was the main aggressor, and they would see her hit him in public, but they've never seen him hit her in public. So, again, I, I'm pretty sure that this relationship was obviously a two-way street when it comes to yeah. the abuse. But Clenny was definitely the toxic is the main, like the main word main aggressor actually know what Toby's stance or opinion was over this event. But it was learned that just one day later, through Courtney's own words, that the two would actually get back together just hours after this altercation. Wow. The, it, it, you want a restraining order than hours later? Bumbacat! That's how you know she's cat, man. However, whether their relationship was destined to last or not wouldn't ever be learned. Because the very next day, police officers would once again be called to the apartment. Holy. But this time, Courtney's actions and the consequences would be irreversible. So that was one day before. Crazy. The killing. April 3rd, 2020. Alright guys, this is not what we'll call is disturbing, so um, viewer discretion device. 22. The weather today was stormy, but with the time of 4.57pm, the sun had almost set. But that was when the emergency services received a very harrowing phone call. Ma'am, listen to me. You need to stop screaming on the line and give me the address. I heard, I'm, that's him. I'm gonna die. I can't feel my arms. I can't feel my arms. What, ma'am? So my boyfriend is dying of a stab. Ma'am, what is the address? What's the address? What's the address? That's crazy. Oh How do you not know, not know your own? What the? What, what the? Three one thirty four North East North East Seven Please God, please come see my husband. I'm back on the bench. Is this a house, apartment, or a business? Ma'am, can you hear me? Police officers and paramedics were dispatched to 3131 Northeast 7th Avenue, and when they arrived there, they found a very horrific scene. Christian Obamselli had suffered a stab wound to the chest and was bleeding profusely. Those are the photos I showed you guys from before. In the phone call to 911, you can even hear the fright in Christian's voice as he tells Courtney that he can't feel his arm anymore and that he's going to die. 
He was discovered in Courtney's arms upon arrival, and as they inspected the property, they found multiple puddles of coagulated blood, suggesting that he had been bleeding for an extended period of time before officers arrived. Blood was also found on the kitchen island, in the master bedroom, the bathroom, and the back of the living room. Follow and coagulation, guys, typically happens when the blood has been there for a while and it starts to get like a very deep and dark and more sticky, murky type uh, consistency. To stab him in the this, chest? Yes. Courtney was ordered to sit on the floor outside of her apartment, where witnesses noticed she was covered in blood while bizarrely kissing her dogs. Toby was rushed to the hospital as a matter of absolute urgency, and with the amount of blood lost, it became evident that everyone was fighting against the clock to keep him alive. Since Courtney had already admitted to stabbing him, she was taken down to a local police department for questioning. And this is the image that they're talking about, guys, when she was dealing with the dog. This right here from TMZ, as y'all can see. What the fuck? As you can see, you're wearing the NBA pants and everything else. And she was, uh, and there's a video of it too. Let me see if I can get it, not from TMZ. Questioning. And surprisingly, she even spoke to them without an attorney present. The entire interview lasted more than four hours, where Courtney rambled and wrestled her way through many questions and statements. And being honest with you, some of them were extremely hard to listen to. Now, I've had the misfortune to watch the entire thing for myself, but... Oh. <laughs> oh, he had to go ahead and get the ass shot in. In order to save you time, I've cut it down to the most crucial moments. This is probably all too obvious to say, but Courtney seemed frazzled, emotional, and agitated. And in this interrogation, she described the events which unfolded this as, This girl wouldn't wear quote, a shirt for her own blur. sake. Yeah. I think they did that maybe on purpose to preserve evidence, keep her in the same clothes, but... You have the right to remain silent. Anything you say can and will be used against you in the court of law. You have the right to have a lawyer with you during questioning. You can decide at any time to exercise these rights. Um, and not answer any questions or making statements. Do you understand each of these uh, rights I've explained to you? Yes. Yeah. Well, I got a chance to talk to a Christian today. To who? Christian. Here's the video footage, guys. I got it from TMZ. I'm just going to mute it. Hopefully, won't get any issues. But y'all can see, there she is. That is her dog. She's handcuffed at this point, being detained while crime scene investigators are dealing with the situation. And this is being recorded by someone looks like across like the way. A neighbor or something? Yeah. Across the, the building? Yeah. Holy shit. Just there. Talking to police officers. She's just there all covering blood. Yep. With her titties out. That's crazy. Yeah. Facts. So crazy, crazy, crazy stuff. And there she is kissing her dog. What the f Knowing that it's pretty much this is the end. I'll, I'll see y'all later, bro. <laughs> what? Kissing him goodbye. And blood begging him to like please not like fucking give up on me. Like man, like this shit is fucking serious. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I don't think I'm necessarily in trouble, but like, I just would like to. We just want to hear your side of the story and what what occurred, so we can piece this together and and come to an understanding. Yeah. Yeah. Fortunately, you weren't there. You know, um, you were, so 
There's no better person to talk to you. And it took freaking it took so so long for I, I don't I don't know what I don't I don't I honestly it was such a blur. According to her, she and Christian had supposedly made peace with each other after their altercation with yeah, officers. Right. The following morning supposedly started amicably, and to help keep it that Stop way, Christian headed out at around 1.15pm to take a walk and clear his head. Apparently, she had spent most of the afternoon on the phone with her mother, doing the laundry, and keeping things all true crime, watching YouTube videos by Christina Randall. Starting at 4.01pm, Courtney then spent, wow. spent half an hour live on Instagram, before wrapping up at 4.33pm, just as Christian returned home with a Subway sandwich. But this is where things started to once again go afray, because it turns out that Courtney was... Went from watching true crime to being involved in true crime. Holy! <laughs> once again angry at him. Apparently, Toby had stopped sharing his live location with her, and since she didn't trust him, this was a major problem. For what? those of you unaware, there are apps such as Find My Friend. And this is the, this is the YouTube channel that she was watching, guys. Y'all can see here. Uh, Christina Randall. Isn't it crazy? Let me see if she made a video on this OnlyFans girl. She did! Oh my god! <laughs> Insane. Bro! How do you go from watching true crime, watching your favorite YouTuber, to killing your boyfriend, then being the subject of true crime, and the YouTuber that you are watching is now making a video on you? What? The what fuck? the hell is going on? Bumbacad! Oh God! Which permanently displays your phone's location to those you trust and have allowed to see your location. Now, some couples sometimes use this feature innocently for safety purposes, where, unfortunately, other couples may sometimes use this to keep tabs on one another. Anyway, in the end, Toby eventually reshared his location with Courtney. However, when he asked her to do the same back, she resisted. Now, the following information is only accused by Courtney. But and she did that because she doesn't what? respect him. You know what I mean? She, she looks at him as like her little boy. The double standard, though. Yeah. It's crazy, man. It's crazy. If anything, I think the guy should know where her location is, but not the other way around. But since she's the one paying the bills, he can't <laughs> dictate nothing. That's, the, that's just the unfortunate reality here. But she claims that Toby then grabbed her by the neck and pushed her to the floor. And after calling her mum for support, he then grew more angry. Toby- There was no evidence of bruises on her neck, FYI, guys. Um, from what her story is from him grabbing her by the neck. But wait, there's more. It's going to get even crazier. You guys are going to see in this interview what she actually tells the police about how the knife hit him. He allegedly started charging towards her, and in response, Courtney then grabbed a kitchen knife and screamed, don't come any closer. But Toby apparently did not stop, and what this led to was Courtney supposedly throwing the knife at him from a distance of approximately 10 feet. What? 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 Okay. What the <laughs> fuck? Like, what assassin ninja school did she go to? <laughs> she was pretty damn accurate. So you got the knife. <laughs> Ends up hitting, stabbing him in the area where there's a bunch of blood right by, uh, in a, you know, in a critical location with enough force from her just tossing it. I just really want to understand, like, how come a person will, like, wrap her head around, around grabbing a knife and just show it to somebody and, like, girl, yep. there's going to be consequences. Yeah. But remember, she got away twice now with stabbing him. Exactly. With no... That's what I'm so saying. Like... This was a buildup. Okay, yeah, I grabbed a knife. I grabbed a knife and I, I said, like, pretty much just like, don't get any close to me. And then, 
shut something and then right now look at how she's like see how she's pausing guys when she's telling the story she's making the story she's making it up yep this is a you can already look from her body language her cadence and speaking how she is because y'all saw the other um stuff times she spoke pretty up front and, oh yeah oh, she has a bunch to say but now she's articulating the the fake story in her head so she's got to write it in a way not write it but she's got to say it in a way where she's able to paint christian as the aggressor herself as the victim and doing it from a self-defense frame so this is where things get interesting and so then i just slip and through it hold on the Go thing ahead. is uh she i mean this mm -hmm. happened like right in the moment right so she yeah. She uh she went to interrogation right there. So she has to elaborate fast yep. what the lies are gonna be. Yep. Unlikely like the other uh, cases we have seen now. Yep. She probably didn't expect this like to happen. Yeah. Right. And she's never dealt with a consequence like so this. So she, for her, this is for her new I land. Mean, right now, like she's right there, she's gonna be like she's gonna be smart enough to be like, okay, I can connect dots like this, like I mean, and for someone that watches true crime, you would think she would be smart enough to understand that any story she says, they're going to compare it to forensics and see if it's actually possible. Yeah, exactly. But let's see her nonsensical story. And then I just threw it. And I really. How exactly did you throw it? Did you throw like that? How many times? No. How, how, how exactly did you throw it? Like, now, this is very smart of the detective to figure out how she threw it mm -hmm. because that's going to be able – because keep in mind, guys, he already knows how deep the blade went into a degree. So he's asking this to uh, ascertain the type of power that she would able she'd be able to have behind tossing the blade at the guy. He threw it like this or kind of like – like kind of like flung it at him overhead or how out of that. Oh, I just flung it. He just flung it? Over your head or from like, like this. Okay. Bam. Yeah. She just sealed her fate, guys. She used right? this, like literally. She literally. She used like, like, girl. That is a, if I'm the prosecutor and I see that. Yeah. And then I get my forensic evidence that shows that it was actually more of a stab like this because of the uh, sheer force that was needed to get it eight centimeters in to the chest. I see that on an interview, her saying she flung it like that, bro. That's a fucking w. That's a huge W for the prosecution. She's effectively painted herself now in a box, in a corner, because she's saying she tossed it. Now, when they find out that she clearly didn't, everything else she says now is questionable, even if she was telling yeah. the truth, because she's proven herself to not be reliable. And let's be honest, guys, you saw you toss a knife like this. There's no way you have enough power yeah. to, you know, actually have it hit somebody. Like, it, it would have been more believable if she was like, no, nah, I cocked back like this. I got on one foot and I like exactly. launched that thing at him. Then even there, though, it wouldn't be feasible because it would the knife let, would let, literally... let alone like actually seven, like eight centimeters. Yeah. Like they said. Like she, she, she would go into ninja training school and probably still not be able to do that shit. But the fact that she said that, fate sealed. Gotcha, bitch. So from yeah. like beside I'm your head. Holding it. Yeah. So not like okay, like I'm holding it like this. This is not the knife the There you go. Uh, That's how she the, grabbed it. The blade Right, the blade. Uh, I'm not I for dang sure did not stab him. Stop the cow. Mm -hmm. 
The forensic evidence shows otherwise, Courtney. The forensic evidence shows otherwise, Courtney. Holy. This is prosecutor gold, by the way, right now, guys. If I'm the prosecutor, I I'm fucking chomping at the bit at her saying all this because now I got her on so many inconsistencies that don't necessarily reflect the evidence. That would be insane. I mean, I didn't even think that this would touch him. Her next actions are just as questionable, but instead of calling the emergency services immediately, she decided to call her mom. And if this really is true, then she had spent- Wait, what? To call her mom. Dude. What the fuck? So instead of calling that woman, she calls the emergency people. 13 minutes- Th Sorry, instead of she calling the emergency people, she calls her mom. Guys, you know what I just realized? Remember all the blood all over the apartment? Yeah. That's why. Obam Selly was probably walking around trying to figure something out. You think her or, mom or, helped? Or he, was dra or he was like trying to find, like maybe he was w wiggling somewhere or something. But for the blood to be all over the apartment the way it was, yeah, it makes sense that she took her time to call 911 and he was walking around trying to figure out a way to She was thinking like or... what to do, yep. who to call. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Makes sense. Makes sense. Yep. This is where it gets crazy. So she spent 13 minutes on the phone. Oh, before hold on. She probably called her mom for help. That's probably what she did first, like an idiot. Because she knew what she did was wrong. That's why she didn't want to call 911. ...services immediately, she decided to call her mom. And if this really is true, then she had spent 13 minutes on the phone before dialing 911. Bumbuklat! Bumbuklat! <laughs> 13 crucial minutes were wasted while Toby was heavily losing blood. Throughout her interrogation... That's what killed him. And that makes more sense that she took time the to call the police. Of time, yeah. Because the amount of blood that was coagulated by the time the police got there makes sense because she didn't call the police immediately. Yeah. Every minute that she stood there on the phone with her mom, he was dying and losing more blood. And she, and he, the worst thing is that he was telling her. Yeah. He was probably telling her, please call 911. Please call 911. Because at this point, he's incapacitated. Man. This is so bad. Courtney also claimed that she had not had the chance to think about her story, which in itself is highly Holy <laughs> What? She said that? Yeah, I'll rewind it. She she literally said I, I didn't call right away because I needed to think about time for the story. Here, we'll go, we'll play it without disruptions for a sec. 13 minutes on the phone before her next actions are just as questionable, but instead of calling the emergency services immediately, she decided to call her mom. And if this really is true, then she had spent 13 minutes on the phone before dialing 911. 13 crucial minutes were wasted while Toby was heavily losing blood. Throughout her interrogation, Courtney also claimed that she had not had the chance to think about her story, which in itself is highly suspicious, as she shouldn't need to do this if she was planning on being truthful and transparent. If I could have like been given all these questions, you know, I could be like, hmm, let me think about it. Or when I'm trying to remember like a whole situation of I was very upset about something. Let me think about a translation. Let me try to formulate a lie in my head yeah. that makes me look like a victim while making Obamseli simultaneously look like the aggressor so I can claim self-defense. Exactly. Which I've learned in therapy or whatever. It's like write down like all the details so you don't forget. Just like write it all out clearly so it makes sense to you and makes sense to somebody else. But I haven't had a chance to have a pen and paper or my phone to like write down exactly what happened. And I haven't really even like fully thought about it. Yeah. So honestly, my, my answer is I couldn't, I don't remember.
Courtney also claimed that the police call-out the night prior was for absolutely no reason at all, and made allegations that the receptionist just wanted to cause trouble. But that just didn't happen. So it was like he moved from Christian to me. It seemed like he just wanted to cause trouble. Yeah. So um, the police were involved yesterday when there shouldn't have been. Now, all of this is quite hypocritical. Courtney initially didn't want the receptionist to inform the authorities, likely because she knew she was the aggressor in the situation. She changed her tone once they arrived. And she was on thin ice with the building. ...to make it sound as if she had made the call to get the restraining order. But now, 24 hours later, in the interrogation room, she was once again trying to downplay the situation. This is not the first time that Courtney had shifted her tone and narrative, as it was also noted during her arrest in Las Vegas. But during her interview, Courtney even questioned if her actions against Toby were justifiable. I don't, I don't not think that this was... <clears throat> I don't, I don't know. I really don't know if this is justified at all. I really, I... Holy! Yo, more easy W's for the prosecution. She's in framing herself. Right yep, there. she literally just incriminated herself. I don't know if, if that actually... One more time. She's admitting that her actions were not justified. Holy... Crazy at all. I really, I don't know. I don't, I don't not think that this was. <clears throat> oh, my bad, guys. I don't, I don't know. I really don't know if this is justified at all. I really, I just don't know. Well, I really don't know out. because I know I was scared, but I really don't know. With great sadness, but around two hours after this interview, it was revealed that Toby did not make it that evening. Oh, and shortly man. after 5pm, after he had arrived at the hospital, he tragically passed away from his injury. And and that's also, guys, why the detectives were so chill, kind of, in the situation. Like, they, in their head, they're thinking, alright, you know, he might make it, he might not. This looks like, a, you know, an assault with a deadly weapon type thing. You know, they're probably at this point not thinking he's, he might die or he's, he's going to die. So that might explain the nonchalant attitude because I don't think these two uh, uh, detectives that interviewed her are homicide detectives, but we'll see here in a second. Even in this situation, you can still sense and feel the absolute horror in Courtney's voice. <clears throat> um, so we have to inform you that Christian did not make it. Okay. Um, unfortunately, the doctors did what they could. And Christian is dead. All right. I think that this reaction is, is valid, but it's not because Christian's dead. It's because she knows that the rest of her she's life is going to be dead. Yeah, exactly. She's not sad, sad because of Christian at all. She knows it's over. For her. Oh, my God. Exactly. This is not real, right? Okay. There was no fucking way. Is she actually taking her book? Notice how this detective is writing it down. I, I guarantee he's writing here. Clenny was informed that her boyfriend was dead at, you know, XYZ hours and began to breathe heavily, whatever. I guarantee you he's making note of this all in his notes to see how what her reaction was. 
Hey, it might have been a strategic move from the detectives to see what she, how she behaves. Died. Can I please have a hug? Am I allowed to do that in here? What? What? No, no, no. This is the song. I've been crying so much. Can I just can't even cry right now? I don't know who this third individual is. Uh, he might be another law enforcement officer. This guy right here. <clears throat> might be another detective. Stinky brush, just shot. Friends and family of Christian Obumseli were beyond devastated to hear the news. This tragedy was so sudden that no one saw it coming, and their young and gentle Toby was ripped away from them in a violent instant. Furthermore, as soon as Courtney's name was included in the cause of his death, yeah, recipes, man. many an eyebrow began to raise. Following the awful news, Courtney was voluntarily admitted to a psychiatric ward for evaluation under Florida's Baker Act, which provides emergency mental health services. But this is where things get very uncomfortable for investigators, because not even two days after this, she was released from the hospital and allowed back into the real world. Strange enough, but investigators determined that the entire thing and that's why I saw her getting lit with her dad in the lobby. Thing was just one domestic dispute, and Courtney had acted out of self-defense, and therefore was free to go. Naturally, this devastated Toby's family, and furthermore, it was learned that detectives reached their conclusion not even 24 hours after reporting to the scene. All of this sparked a massive debate about privilege and being a young, beautiful white woman. Yes, guys, that's an understatement. It literally was, there was rage throughout the country when she wasn't charged immediately and she was let go. Um, and I guarantee, I honestly do think that the enormous amount of pressure to prosecute her is what made the Miami Police Department and the Miami DA's office actually take this situation seriously. And I'll be honest with y'all, the Miami DA's office is very lazy. Remember when that idiot broke into my spot, guys, and we're watching live? I went ahead and I prepared everything for the detectives. I damn near did their work for them. I wrote a whole report with the time, dates, and everything like I was a goddamn agent of what happened, what transpired, everything that led up to the situation. I gave it to the detective. I literally wrote it for him. I wrote his own report. Y'all don't know this. It's fed exclusive right now. Right? When, and they broke in. Right? And, <clears throat> and that whole situation happened, blah, blah, blah. Right? The door was open. Yeah, it was. Like, it, I missed, the girl that was with me at the time, she thought she locked it, but she didn't. So, but you have to circumvent security to get upstairs to be able to get in here. So he still lied and broke in and came in uninvited regardless of whether the door was open or not. So, I went ahead, filed a police report, all that stuff, went to the cops, wrote a report for the detective, and he was like, oh, I'm going to take it to the DA's office. They didn't end up taking it to prosecute. There you go. Fed exclusive right there. And that just, and, and I'm not surprised. And the reason why I say that is because I'm not surprised that they didn't push to prosecute immediately after Obamseli was killed. Rather, it took enormous outward pressure from me, the media to get them to prosecute. And now that we have all the facts, it's evident that she really wasn't acting in self-defense, guys. You're going to see yeah. more of the evidence now. But yeah, the Miami DA's office is so lazy lame. as hell. Lazy lame. as hell, man. And I know that from personal experience, so. And to some, it was extremely obvious that she was not the victim to his actions. And believe it or not, as all of this was happening, Courtney was back to her old. And the detective thought it was a good case, too. It was just the DA's office didn't want to take it. So it is what it is, man. Habits, including drinking with her dad. His brother. Yeah, and I see you know, justice. I think, sir, 
Yeah, what? I'll videotape her. Right now, she, yeah, you should go. Yeah, you should go. Just because you just know my boyfriend. Yeah, you did. Yeah, and yeah. He's yeah, okay, cool. So this is what happened after Christian's death. But unfortunately, Courtney's lawyer had successfully convinced the police that her actions were the result of self-defense against Christian, who supposedly was the one to blame for his own death. With officers buying this story, Courtney was officially made a free woman, allowed to do what she wanted without any further questions asked. But of course, in the background, this wouldn't stop Christian's family or friends from tirelessly seeking justice. They almost immediately hired a lawyer who was instantly able to see the tumultuous relationship from a different angle, and combined with the evidence that they could see in front of them, they were certain that Toby was in fact the victim. But before they could do anything about it, laying out the evidence was going to take some time. Now, the legal road ahead was very long and very grueling. And while Toby's family had created a GoFundMe to help afford his funeral, Courtney was out in Texas blowing over $1 million. She fled Miami so that she could be closer to her family. And in June 2022, only two months after his death, she forked out $1.4 million for a luxurious Texan home near her parents. The 3,000... Holy... Squarefoot Hillside Home, which is located in Lake Point, features four bedrooms, four bathrooms, a hot tub, and three large deck areas. And in addition to all of this, she further wired $1.2 million into her father's bank account for, quote, further safeguarding. Translation, there's a very good likelihood I'm going to be charged and I need to make sure this money's in a safe place. Once again, you guys can see her dad being the enabler of her bad behavior. Call it murder or self-defense, but this incident clearly had a profound impact on Courtney. She was already drinking quite excessively, but after Christian's death, her bad habits intensified quite drastically. We know this because she was soon admitted to a rehab center in Hawaii, where she stayed for multiple weeks for substance abuse and PTSD. But it seems that while she was out buying houses, getting drunk, and then falling back on herself, a storm was quietly building momentum in the distance. And that storm would finally begin on August the 10th, 2022, when Courtney was arrested on charges of second-degree murder. Thank God. The prosecution claims that it took so long to arrest her as they only had one shot at convincing the authorities. And therefore, they wanted to make sure that they had all the right evidence. And all the right evidence, it certainly seemed they had. And as you can probably tell from this video, the state attorney's office now has a plethora of potentially incriminating evidence. This includes the elevator footage where Courtney is seen attacking Toby, the letter, recordings, and text messages left behind him, and more than 12,000 text messages that were sent between the two. The charge for domestic battery against Toby in Las Vegas in July 2021 has also been uncovered, as did other historic reports of her abusive nature. Word has it that she had tried to stab her previous partner before Christian, and had also broken the jaw of Sean Roden, a well-known bodybuilder in February 2017. Interesting side note, but Sean had actually kept this assault quiet, as he'd been cheating on his wife with Courtney at the time. Many mutual friends between Courtney and Toby would also claim that Courtney was the aggressor in their relationship, and furthermore, that Toby always seemed to be the peacemaker. But the most damning piece of evidence that is currently known to date is from the medical examiner's report, which concluded that Toby's injury could not have been caused by a knife thrown from the distance specified by Courtney. It was further noted that, with an injury with a depth of 8 centimeters or 3 inches, the attack must have been from a very close range. News. Gotcha, bitch! Now, based on the information you received that the defendant was alleged to have thrown this knife 
Uh, you know, do your observations support that? I'm not an expert in knife throwing. If the person who uh, supposedly did this is an expert knife thrower, and the knife is the type of knife that you can throw, I guess that could have happened. Did you receive any information that the defendant was a knife thrower? No. So based on that fact that you did not receive that information, would support that? No. And would you expect, what would you expect to see a knife do if someone just flung it at somebody? Threw it the way a knife thrower throws it? No, just, not a knife thrower. It would just hit the body and bounce off. Now, as a result of this case, did you come to a uh, cause, or did you make a determination as to the cause and manner of death? Yes. Could you please explain this report? The cause of death was stab wound of right subclavian artery. The manner of death was homicide. And that artery, guys, controls a lot of blood. So that's why he was died so quickly. Which makes that phone call to her mom even worse because each second counted. Furthermore, it was also determined that his injury was consistent with an intentional stab wound, which was inflicted via a downward thrust into his chest where the knife severed his subclavian artery. And Bam, downward. How would you be able to do that from throwing it? Tragically, this wound was just inches above a tattoo on his chest. A tattoo of Courtney's name. It should oh, wow. Are you kidding me? Holy man. Wow. This is a whole it should be noted level. that Courtney claimed she had acted in self-defense after Toby had grabbed her by the neck and thrown her to the floor. Guys, book coming soon. Why women deserve less, man. Real talk, man. <laughs> you guys got to wake up, man. Wow. Rest in peace, man. This dude will be alive today if he had a little bit of awareness of female nature, man. That's wild. However, no visible marks or injuries were recorded during or after her interview with officers. Courtney's case has done nothing but become more prominent in the media over time. And as for the authorities, they have not been shy in presenting more information to the public. And it seems that, even from the grave, Toby's been able to shed more light on the abusive relationship by taking several secret recordings. In one of these recordings, Courtney can be heard getting angry at him for speaking to another woman before racially abusing him. So shut up and let me f***ing slap you, d***! Give me my phone. You have your phone. You literally talked to her without telling me. Courtney, I was on a bike ride and she passed me and I said hi. Uh, you and Courtney what? had a live chat. My bad, I forgot to tell you that. That doesn't make you an acting. Call me a You're a Oh, wow. Yes, yes, thank you. Come here. I want you to get away from me. And in another recording. Wow. Toby captured he knew bro he knew this chick was crazy man both of them arguing in the hotel lobby as soon as he mentions that she had hit him courtney then speaks more quietly and tells him to shut up almost as if she was trying to suppress the potentiality of someone else overhearing the conversation decide whether or not you're done Beth. i am mad that you told me to decide come. right now that's a I asked you so many yep, times that yep. I don't know, and I apologize, mm -hmm. but you hit me. Shut the f up. Following Courtney's arrest. This is a man documenting the abuse, man. Like, let me tell y'all something, bro. When a guy gets to a point where he's recording interactions with a woman, that tells you that it's he's at a point now where he's effectively almost lost control. You know, and he's just, at this point, he's just trying to uh, mitigate damage. So...
and all of the publicly available evidence, she now has one of the most publicly anticipated trials in modern-day history. Her defense initially filed a motion to block all evidence in her trial from being released to the public. But, as you can see, this was eventually denied. Yeah, that's a fact, because I'll show y'all right now what I got. Here's the affidavit, guys. Alright? <laughs> the actual affidavit that outlines all the probable cause um, against her Right, and the detective goes into detail. Well, a lot of the facts that we've already covered in this po um, podcast, but you guys can see that yes, this case is very public, and people are definitely aware of what's going on. So, they also filed a motion to block any evidence secretly recorded by Christian, but the judge also denied this motion. With Courtney's trial now scheduled for 2023, it is likely that we'll receive a new date sometime in the not so distant future, and I am sure that she'll have an uphill struggle to fight against the mountain of evidence. As a side note, Courtney's defense also filed a motion to release her on bond while she awaited trial. However, after stating that there is a substantial probability that the defendant committed this offense, and also highlighting how much money she has in her bank accounts, the judge deemed that Courtney posed a significant flight risk, and she was therefore ordered to remain in detention until her trial. Holy denied. No bond for you, bimbo. <laughs> With this being the state of Florida, if convicted of second-degree murder, Courtney Clenny will receive a life sentence with a minimum of 16 years and 9 months behind bars. Her father, who naturally is one of her most notable defenders, has recently claimed that he actually had no idea about her OnlyFans career until recently. What? And considering Wait, this- what? Stop the cap! You stupid! What the hell? Stop the cap! How do you think your girl- how do- Wait! <laughs> No. How do you think your daughter no. sent you 1.2 mil, bro? Come on. Stop the cap. Yeah. Am I crazy? What, Edge? What's your thoughts on that? No, no, no. That is no way. Even my dad has an Instagram. That's fucking. Dude. This cop. Yeah, man. What the? No way, bro. At this point, your daughter's a damn near celeb. People are recognizing her at the bar. You didn't think to yourself like, "Wow, why does everybody know who my daughter is, bro?" Cap. Yeah, I don't man. know what she's doing. I'm she wasn't making that i'll tell you right now she wasn't making that much money being an influencer like she is as an only fans model so come on dude you got to be able to identify this huge discrepancy in her earning earnings from like prior to 2019 to 2020 she went from like making probably not even close to a million to he, a million he probably plus. he probably thought she was working in tootsies Man, that would be even worse. <laughs> it was a huge part of her life. Can he really claim to know the real and unfiltered Courtney? Now, many of you know that I've covered a few strange internet cases here already, some of which have contained OnlyFans models and cam girls. And I always find this part to be a weird corner in the adult content industry. But with her images being so easy to find online, it does make me wonder if her family have seen them. Nevertheless, I'm quite surprised no one knew. How else could she explain such a rapid and no massive... It's cap. They knew, bro. It's Cap. They knew. They just don't want to admit that. ...to gain a financial success. Wrapping this one up, I want to highlight that all of my research is conducted through cross-examination from public sources, and none of this is private. And all the Shout out, man. Check this video, guys. Like them. They obviously put work into this thing. I'm showing love. Shout out to them. <laughs> and this is from uh, the Coffee House Crime. Really well put together piece of content here. Though I try to keep most of my opinions out of my videos, I do believe from the evidence provided that their relationship was highly toxic and tumultuous. And furthermore, they should have called it quits a long time prior. Yes. When I look at Courtney and her behavior, her actions and her lies, I see an adult that was never properly made to grow up. And in short, she lacks accountability and respect. 
And with all her lies and fabrications, I do find it very hard to support and believe her statements to authorities. And outside of Courtney's and her father's statements, I can't really say there is much evidence to support that he's abusive or aggressive. If anything, he is all too gentle and forgiving. Victim or perpetrator, Toby never deserved to die that fateful evening. At the age of 27, and only one week until his 28th birthday, he was at the very beginning of his adult life. Through his letters and text messages, it is clear to see that Toby was an emotional and sensitive man, not scared to wear his heart on a sleeve and share his love. And don't do it, guys. Don't. That's why I tell you I don't be vulnerable with women, man. It always makes you look worse. Speaking of love, it was painfully and heartbreaking. That's why she didn't respect him and she behaved the way she did. Y'all heard her screaming at him, man. She literally was on demon time. <laughs> ...obvious that he loved Courtney dearly. His tenacity to help and do right by her is reflective of his personality. And through the many statements left by friends and family that I have read, I can see that Toby never gave up on others. He had a lot of love to give was empathic, intelligent, and had such a bright future ahead of him. A future that, all charges pending, was sadly ripped away. We will just have to wait and see what verdict is delivered from Courtney's trial, and as always, I'll be right here to let you know as soon as that happens. Anyway, that is certainly- Bam. So, um, what I also want to show you guys is- Okay, so I'm going to give you guys <laughs> my thoughts on uh, this case, but this guy- I had to do it like it. And this is called the, the Instagram model defend herself with impossible knife throw Courtney Clinton case analysis. And this is from Dr. Todd Granite. Give him a sub and a like as well, guys. Uh, pretty big channel. 1.26 M. Uh, he literally summarizes perfectly what I think about this case. So enjoy because this is a pretty funny, <laughs> some dry humor here. Cap in this case. This is just a theory. Cap in this, the condominium. She could have simply left. Moving to the last question. What do I think happened in this case? This is just a theory, my opinion. Courtney made a living by presenting herself as the physical ideal who was attractive to a large number of men. She did not have any talent outside of photographing herself and putting the images on social media. <laughs> oh my God. Significant popularity and profound financial achievements came very easily to Courtney. So her success was so effortless er, that it fed into. Well, good. So I guess that earlier when I asked you what a bimbo is, uh -huh. I'm guessing this is what you quite literally. Yes, he's describing it right now. It is Courtney Clinton. I should put her face in the dictionary next to it. <laughs> oh man, to her sense of entitlement, grandiosity, and arrogance. She believed that she deserved success. She viewed herself as important and special. When Courtney met Christian, he started to believe this as well. He even worked as her assistant. Courtney had all the power in the relationship due to her fame, money, and attractiveness. Christian was desperate to remain with her as he indicated in several messages that he sent to Courtney. In one message, he referred to the question, is love going to kill me? Christian noted, that to be with Courtney, he had sacrificed his pride and recognized that she would always get her way. It's clear that Christian was just trying to rationalize all the suffering at Courtney's hands. He needed to find some other explanation outside of the obvious one. Namely, Courtney was dangerous and would eventually kill him. Courtney was not sophisticated at manipulating people, but she had complete control 
of a Christian. And you guys can see that from the way she's talked to the detectives, the police, etc. The only person she was actually good at manipulating was Christian. Everybody else didn't buy her act. Yeah. His willingness I... to endure just about any harm and his low self-esteem combined to make him a highly vulnerable victim. In addition, Christian exhibited some stalking behavior, which allowed Courtney to justify her aggressive actions, at least in her own mind. Courtney and Christian may have hurt each other, but Courtney was at fault more often and was dominant. Even with Christian being patient, Courtney's demands could not be satisfied. She was becoming increasingly erratic, aggressive, and jealous. In what probably should have been just another violent encounter where Christian was injured, Courtney managed to kill him. She achieved the ultimate level of domination. Courtney spoke to the police and did not even try to make up a good lie. Such was her confidence in her ability to manipulate men. That's my update on the case. Perfectly said. Yeah, I agree 1,000% with him. Yeah, absolutely. I truly believe this guy, Christian, knew what was coming for him. Yeah. It's almost like he I, wrote... He knew that he was going to die by, by uh, Carney's hands. Yeah. The messages were too goddamn accurate. Yeah. You know, like way too accurate. But um, yeah. So, Angie, what are your last thoughts on this thing? Yo, that. Like, he basically knew all the time that he was going to die. I think... He, well, I don't know, man. Guilt? Like, what do you think, think is going to happen? Or you think she's she's uh, guilty? She's going to get found guilty by the jury? Yeah. 100%. I mean, unless she gets uh, Casey Anthony's uh, attorney, she <laughs> will definitely be found guilty. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. 100%. Absolutely. Yeah, there's just too much evidence here, man. Yeah. Um, And, and the thing with Casey Anthony, why they weren't able to do anything is like they had a lot of circumstantial evidence, but they didn't actually yeah. like, they weren't able to effectively link her to the murder yeah. with concrete evidence. This one? There is no Concrete way. As it gets. There is no way. You know, it's not a matter yeah. of if she killed him. Now it's a matter of um, what she justified, and all the evidence points to no. Yeah. And her lies with flinging a knife and all versus it coming in a downward thing. Her deceptiveness in itself implies guilt. Yeah, so. definitely. And it's the same with Jody Arias. You'll see her next week. Yes, Jody Arias will same definitely thing. be next week, guys. That's going to be a wild one. But guys, hope you guys enjoyed this one. Angie's Instagram is going to be below. Can you drop your IG for the people? Where can they find you? Yes, of course. It's at So Angelica with two A's at the end. Bam. Hope you guys enjoy that one, man. We'll catch you back uh, on the next episode of Fed It with Jody Arias. Love y'all. Peace. I was a special agent with Homeland Security Investigations. Okay, guys. HSI. The cases that I did mostly were human smuggling and drug trafficking. No one else has these documents, by the way. Here's what Fed It covers. Dr. Lafredo confirmed lacerations due to stepping on glass. Murder investigation. You see him reaching in his jacket. You don't know. And he's positioning. Been on February 13, 2019. You're facing two counts of premeditated murder. Racketeering and Rico conspiracy. Young, young slime life here and after referred to as YSL. The defendants is, uh, six nine. And then this is Billy Seiko right here. Now, when they first started, guys, six nine ran. I'm a fed. I'm watching this music video. You know, I'm bobbing my head like, hey, this shit lit. But at the same time, I'm pausing. Oh, wait, who this? Right? Oh, who's that in the back? Firearms and violent crimes. A.K.A. Pushaisi violated. In order to stay away from the victim. Rapper Pushaisi arrested after shooting at King of Diamonds, Miami Strip Club, injured one this person. Is the, this is the one that, that's going to fuck him up because this gun is not traceable. Well, it happened at the gun range. Here's your boy 42 Doug right here on the left. Okay. Sex trafficking and sex crime.